0: Kate Hawksby. Kate Hawksby. Setting the news agenda on early edition with two degrees fighting for fair for Kiwi business. News Talks NB. A lot of texts coming in from those of you who've checked the header that I refer to, and, um, yep, I'm right, aren't I? It's a bit bit wacky, and um, you're in full agreement on the text. It is 14 past five. The government's taken steps to try and protect productive land from urban development. Local councils will need to identify productive land and block it off from housing developments. Now, this is aimed at protecting land with nutrient-rich soil, which grows vegetables, fruit, of course, and other produce. Joining us now, Dr. Trish Fraser, who leads climate change systems at uh, Plant and Food Research. Morning to you. Good morning, Kate. Has the definition been clear enough on what's productive land and what isn't, so there won't be any confusion here?
1: Um, I hope it. I hope it will be. Um, and
0: it's just it's just how people interpret it, but I hope that, that it will be clear enough. And can councils be trusted to get this right?
1: Um, i I would hope that they I would hope that they would see the the intent of the policy and and uh, interpret
0: it with the with um. In a good way, certainly. This has been an important step for the government to take. I mean, producers must be feeling very relieved here because a lot of productive land's already been carved up for urban development. And of course, once it's gone, it's gone, right?
1: Oh, absolutely. People just don't appreciate that or realise that they should appreciate soil and think about its relevance in their lives. And uh, yes, once uh, once it's built on, it can't be used for food or fibre or anything else. So this is a very good move. Yeah, well, I, yes, uh, certainly. I've been involved with the New Zealand Society of Soil Science for the last, oh, for a long, for a long time, and over the last twenty-five years, they've been advocating
0: uh, for a policy like this. And uh, yeah, we're delighted to see it um, come into fruition. Because some would argue and still do, I guess, that you know, in a housing crisis, we need to make the most of land available. But this is this is about the soil, isn't it?
1: Well, this is this is about uh, supporting us and, and giving us the soil that can grow our food into the future people don't appreciate that uh, all land is not the same and all soils are not the same. It takes thousands of years to form the soil and once you have uh, uh, lost it, you you can't get it back. And so we need to uh, protect these um, pieces of land because we have land that's more suited to uh, growing food for, our food for production and land that's more suited for development. And all we're sort of advocating here is that the land should be... Be developed on on the most appropriate land, not on the on our good land that's good for growing uh, food and produce.
0: And does this protection go far enough? Do you think?
1: It's certainly a good step in the right direction, and, and I hope it will be interpreted in, with the intent that that, we, that was meant behind it.
0: Yeah, Trish, thank you very much for being with us this morning, Dr. Trish Fraser, who's the science team leader of climate change systems at Plant and Food Research. Uh, a very happy day for them, of course. As she says, once you once you've wrecked the soil, you've wrecked it. So we really do have to protect it.